Yeah. Three, four, two friends get together so that we can try things. You're invited to this podcast. <laughs> they can try things. Now we'll stop seeing so that we can all now try this. Hey guys, welcome to another jam-packed episode of Now Try This. Where your boys full of jam. Mmm. Are you a jam man or a marmalade man? Neither. Is that an option? <laughs> that was a good bit for for no one but me. You just you were staring at me drinking your water. It's funny. And no one else could see that. Probably gonna have to edit that out. Nah, you can leave it. This is the podcast where two best friends, that's me, Nick, and Marcus. We talk about things we've tried. But the trick is, we challenge each other to try those things. Like, you know when you take something, and you're like, hey, you can't do that thing, and you're like, yeah, I can't, and he's like, no, you can't, and then watch me, and then you do the thing, it's like that. But with challenges of the entertainment variety, and then we talk about them after for over an hour on this, barely talking about it. Yeah, or, you know, it's also like that thing where you're like, come on, Kyle, you have to watch South Park. It's one of the most hilarious show it's been on tv forever and they're like no i'm good i don't want to watch that thing and you're like come on kyle you have to fucking watch south park and then they don't want to do it that's what the show is we know that's each the other one that see this podcast is more like you know that moment when you're like wow this weekend i went bungee jumping and it changed my life I you just all the time have to try it <laughs> kyle you just have to try bungee jumping if you haven't done it you haven't lived life that's like our podcast. Yeah, just like that. Nailed we try it. boozy bitch shit. That's what we want. Can we do? The, can we do the intro again? I fucked up. How'd you fuck it up? Try things. Nailed it. Okay, cool. We did it again. It's just for you, Nick. All right. So last episode of now try this <laughs> was Gravity Falls. Boom diggity diggity. Boom boom goes the dynamite. Still confused on why you gave me that piece of garbage. Man, well, if we got any tweets, uh, which we wouldn't have uh, at this point, um, but if we do get any tweets from any fans asking us to finish Gravity Falls, we will. I want you to be able to finish it. Finish Gravity Falls, Nick Nevis, you're a dummy? Yes, that's exactly the hashtag. That's the new hashtag if that wasn't it before. Okay, Nick. Looks like you got something for us. What do you got? No, I'm just looking at my phone. I'm bored. Oh, oh, Nick, don't look at your phone during the podcast. <laughs> no, don't look I at your am, fucking phone during I'm the prepping, podcast, I'm punk ass. Obviously, that was a joke. God damn it. No, um, was it? Hey, guys, so this podcast wouldn't be here if we couldn't interact with you guys. We want to. Please tweet at us at now try this cast. Also, Follow us on Instagram at now try this cast. Yes. Follow the website www.nowtrythiscast.com. Damn. You can also leave us five star reviews on iTunes. Just like. Caitlin and Alex Green did. Fun podcast. Five stars. <clears throat> How do you want me to do this review? You want me to just say it or you want me to, want to swoon you? And you want um, me to... Sing it to me. <clears throat> Loving this podcast and the energy you both have. I listen to a variety of your episodes. And realize that you take fan suggestions, so hopefully neither of you have watched this one. But I challenge you to... Wait, hold on. What? <laughs> challenge you both to watch True Blood. I'd love to hear your thoughts on True Blood on the entire series. Sorry, the greens. But that would take way too long. So the first season, or even half of the first season, would be okay with me. Sorry. Please do it. No. Uh, I refuse. 
I refuse to watch True Blood. Oh, now we have to. Oh, here's the thing. I've watched the first season. You have? Yeah, but we're still gonna hundred percent do it. (laughs) We don't have to do it next episode because I don't know if you have anything planned. We can do it at the one after that. But no, I. I, You know what? I do want to do it. Having, I do want because I want to talk about vampire something with you <laughs> before we get to Twilight. Like I know Twilight's coming. Like I know you got a hard rock on, a hard on for fucking Twilight. I know it's coming. Oh, I love Twilight. I know, and I know it's coming. But like, I want to do something else vampire related. I'm kind of only to, waiting. Like, talk I'm kind about of only waiting things. for us to have more fans to do Twilight <laughs> because I need other people to, to experience. Be on your side. Yeah. Oh man. Oh man. I need well, those diehard, those tryharders out there. I do. I'd rather talk about mm. something other vampire related, and then maybe we can you might ease love, into Can I be Twilight. honest? You might love True Blood. Really? Hold on. Let me see oh, how many man. episodes in the first season. There are 13 or 12. See, it's been so long. I don't remember. There are 12 or 13 <laughs> episodes in a uh, season of True Blood. We will watch seven. Yeah. Seven. But the week after your challenge this week. Yes. So, because I don't want to mess with your plans, because I'm sure you prepped, because you do so much prep. I, I do. You do hours. I, I see of the prep. notes you're holding. I see look the notes you're notes. holding. Look at look all at these those notes. notes. All those I'm notes. Drinking the notes. Marcus has no notes. He hasn't had notes for a while. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to take notes in a movie theater. Ooh, I hear a lot of excuses. <laughs> oh, that's all I fucking hear. How do you take notes in a movie theater? Excuses. If you come over a pro tip, I'll do it. You know what would be but the best I moment? I haven't figured it out. You know what would be the best moment? What? If I fucking pulled out a notebook and I had notes? That would be hilarious. I almost, I bought a notebook. And I, I almost, tried. I almost brought it with me to see it when I saw it the yeah, second yeah. time. But I've I like, tried Man. to take notes in the dark, but I'm like, <laughs> I'm just like, and then after the first ten minutes, the sh- and then you're like, I just want to watch some. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is exactly. It happens every time at um, home. It's easier. Anyway, uh, so hard. Well, you also did anyway. So, so I also stopped taking notes at home. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. So <laughs> well, we'll do your challenge, uh, but then the week after, Mister Mrs. Green, we will do True Blood. Nice. There's seven episodes. Nice. I'm excited. I think I own it. It's one of those TV seasons that was like super cheap. Oh, uh, you know, so when I had no cheap. cable. Mm. Yes, so you, you bought know, it. I got Supernatural, True Blood, House. I'm sure it's on HBO. Is that where they give it? Showtime. Yep. HBO. HBO. Okay. Yeah. I'll find it. Hundred percent. Okay. Starting. Starring Anna Pickwin. Thank you for the fan suggestion, guys. If you want to leave fan suggestions, also like the Greens did. Uh, be sure to leave us five stars and leave Go ahead a and smash and that subscribe button and smash those five stars. Smash? Yeah. <laughs> you know, smashing five stars. That's what they say on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's true. If you want to be popular, you have to copy other people. That's exactly <gasps> All right, guys, you got to hit that like button. Let me, I got to get to five million. If I don't this get episode that. won't release unless this episode gets 10,000 downloads. If I don't get 16 million downloads on this episode, you guys will never hear my diss track. <laughs> you guys want to hear my diss track about my Yo. Can we release distracts about each other? That sounds hilarious. Yo, okay, so that's the challenge, guys. Tweet at us at now try this cast hashtag dis. D-I-S-S. Why? If they want to hear us release a distract? Yeah. I would here's the thing. I wouldn't even make Marcus do this. I'll release a distract. <laughs> you guys want to see me release a distract on Marcus. Yo, my rap skills are the bomb. This is bullying. Boy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, was I being unclear? This is cyberbullying. I'm gonna report you to Melania Trump, dude. Fucking get she's gonna the kick you out of the country. She she's gonna kick you out of the country, yeah, man. Because she's already going. Talk <laughs> about politics. Okay, yo, but hashtag this tweeted us at now try this cast. All I need, guys. All I need. All I need is give me a number five. All I need is five tweets. If I get five, yo, guys, you have to do yo, like three on, different things. Yo, hold on, yo, is, I'm confused. Yo, and get, I'm a part of the podcast. Yo, if you get, I don't five, know what I'm supposed to do. You give me seven to five. If you give me five tweets at now, try this cash hashtag this. 
You guys get my fucking nice Man. ass sweet 2018 diss track on Marcus. <laughs> what I like about this podcast Marcus is we give our here. fans a lot of work. They have to watch the next episode of the thing. Yeah. They have to leave us, uh, follow us on all the socials. Right. They also have to leave, leave us, us five, five stars, stars on review on iTunes. Uh-huh. Right. They also have to tweet at us, hashtag about- Gravity Falls Nick. They also got a hashtag diss, but also leave it in a review five stars and also tweet us. Oh, you forgot <laughs> You also forgot it. We need every fan to tell five of their friends to download our podcast. <laughs> If every one of our fans tells a, tells five friends to become fans and download and subscribe to our podcast, we'll have six. Our downloads <laughs> go quintuple. Yo, quintuple! Don't you want to tell people? Yo, my podcast just quintupled. Yeah. Yo, yeah. guys, tweet us and not try this cash hashtag quintuple. <laughs> Wow, guys, just do it in one tweet. Leave a tweet that says hashtag this, hashtag watch scrappy false hashtag quintuple. Thank you, guys. That's how we'll know you're a true fan. <laughs> oh, God. Can't move on. <laughs> this week, we... I watched two. I watched Blind Spotting one too many times. This week, we watched Blind Spotting. Blind Spotting, Oakland. Blind Spotting. Why did you make me watch Blind Spotting, Nick? Hold on, that would have been the perfect part for me to play the trailer. Hold on a second. Let me find it. <clears throat> Just do the trailer. In a world where a white man and a black man are best friends. Yo, tell me thug life for me. Thug life. Thug life. They discover that their neighborhood's being gentrified. Hey, I'm a convicted felon. I don't know how to get a job around here. <laughs> Our hero is a convicted felon. My name's Colin. No one looks at past my skin and my brain. He has a hard life while his white friend has an easy life. I'm on a gun, yo! <laughs> Doing whatever he wants. Blah, 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 blah. Getting his black friend in trouble. Yo, you see my fucking girl's ass? That shit the bomb. He can sell anything. Woo anybody. You wanna buy a boat? I got a boat. You wanna buy a hair straightener? I got them from a school. Fifteen thousand. What will happen to these two friends as they deal with gentrification? If you want quick way, the quick way way, you gotta go quick way, the quick way way. All the way. <laughs> It's true. Why are you hyped? Because I just, I don't know, we just did the thing and I'm hyped now. <laughs> we did the bit, it made me hyped. Nice. Because this movie, movie made me hyped. Okay, so. Why'd you give me this movie? When I saw, ooh, that's good. You should do that every time. Okay. <laughs> I'm just going to talk like this from now on. I feel like you're going to get sick of it before I do. Never. All right. So I gave you Blind Spotted because I saw the trailers coming out and I saw the posters and I knew David from Hamilton. He won the Tony. I love Hamilton. Um, I did not know his name was David. It's a good name. It's a good name. Yeah, David Dix. Um, and it was on my radar a little bit, but I was like, eh, okay. I, I thought I've seen this movie before. I was like, I don't, I'll don't. i see it on disc or something sometime. Whatever. No problem. Um, but then I was listening to the Slash Filmcast. One of my favorite podcasts. Guys, Man. if you haven't listened to them, you should go give them a shout-out. They get huge mentions. Let them know. They uh, should be a sponsor. <laughs> let them know now. Try this. Send you over. Um, but one of the guys there, I uh, always agree with him. I agree with him all the goddamn time with all movies. And he said this was the, one of the best movies of the year. And I was like, really? Okay. So I had an afternoon to kill. Um, actually, I didn't I didn't have an afternoon to kill. I had to go out of my way to see this because it was only showing at this point in the Sinopolis, Chelsea. So, which worked really good with Movie Pass. It's like one of the only theaters that works fine. <laughs> so I, because uh, it lets you get it ahead of time. Mm-hmm. So I went there. Was there for the first time. Very nice theater. Very nice cushion seats. 
Um, and I sat there and I cried and I laughed and I was I felt like I was transported to Oakland and then I kept and then I kept um looking at interviews and things about the movie, about Raphael and about David and how they made the movie, and I was just like, Holy shit. It just felt like not only does it feel timely, right? Not only does it feel important, not only does it like have its own voice, it's a unique vision, it's a unique take on friendship and the world. For me, I loved the movie because most movies like this, it's weird. I, I'm going to sound like a hypocrite. I'm going to sound like a hypocrite. But the thing that I didn't like about... What, the One of the things I didn't like about 8th grade was how it didn't have the fairy tale ending, right? Mm-hmm. While this movie, there is an argument that we had some of the consequences for some things aren't 100% there in their face. I thought that the way that these two guys are just these two guys and that's it. Like, their their lives are so insular. Like, the way David's character, Colin, is affected by this tragedy at the beginning of the movie and is carried through and how he's the, he's the only one affected because everyone else around him has become so, um, so numb to what's going on. It, it just felt to me like such a microcosm of these two guys' life and this scenario, and it just it just felt really real to me. Like this, these two, these two, and I related to it because they're they're not like another movie like this. I feel like the guys would have went and made a rap album, and it would have sold a million copies, or they would have went on to like do something else. But they're still fucking moving shit, even at the end of the movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. So <clears throat> I, it just it just spoke to me in a very like succinct way. Yeah. You know, I feel like it did have a pretty happy ending. I think. Like, a happier ending than... If we're comparing the two between 8th grade and this, I feel like it had a happier ending than 8th grade. Just, like, by a, a smidge. Uh, d- does it, though? Because... Well, he at least got closure. He got he got a little bit of closure. You're right. I feel like in... I feel like you really don't like movies where they don't get closure. And I feel like in this one, he definitely got solid closure. Hmm. I don't want to say that's true, but I can't think of an example to argue it. Yeah. Because I like open... Like, I, I like going, what? Oh, man, I gotta think about it. That's like a cliffhanger. I think more than cliffhanger is different than like an ending in the same place it started with nothing have been no closure. <laughs> like, like, it's great. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So. <laughs> that was one of my biggest complaints about Lady Bird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I liked the movie a lot, but, but it ended the same place it started. I was like, she ain't fucking learn shit. What the fuck is bullshit? <laughs> the fuck was the point of this fucking hour and a half movie? If she yeah. not gonna fucking learn anything. Yeah. yeah. Um. So what did you did you know anything about this movie before I gave it to you? I did not even know this movie existed. <laughs> I knew absolutely nothing about this movie. I saw this guy once in New York City, and I was like, "Oh, that guy was in Hamilton." And that was, like, that on was, the streets, yeah, on the street, yeah. Ooh, on the streets. And I was like, "Great, um, cool." That's all I knew about the movie. And then you told me to watch it, and so I didn't even do any research. I was just like, "Great." Oh, so you didn't see a trailer? You didn't? Nothing. I never watch trailers for anything you give me because I just I don't want. I want to no, go I, raw. I just assumed you had seen it before that. Though. I've never even seen a trailer, but it is pretty for this indie. Movie. So you would have kind of had to go out of your way. Super to see it. indie, guys. Guys, to fucking <laughs> to fucking explain to you all out there who are listeners yeah, all over the world how. Yeah, we live New York City, right? <laughs> New York City is one of the most populated places on the fucking planet because Earth. it's the best. There's a million people here. Way better than Jersey. Everywhere there's fucking people. You cannot turn around without seeing another fucking human being. It's like how is it next to this trash heap of Jersey Rank store? Yes. Yes. <laughs> but <laughs> somehow 
We have we have everything. We have all the food in the world. You want anything? You at three a.m. You want to eat Indian food? You fucking got it. You yeah. want to eat Korean food? Yeah. You fucking got it. Totally. You want anything? You fucking got it. Three a.m. Yeah. is fine. And then you got all that trash, and Jersey's right there. <laughs> and Jersey's right there. Yeah. Um, but this movie, this fucking movie, <laughs> is only showing in one theater in all of New York City. To in the fair, hundreds of theaters. To be in fair, New in the York first City. week or two when it came out, it was in other theaters. It is only showing in one fucking theater in New York City. And it is the most happening fucking theater on the planet Earth. Everyone and their mother fucking goes there. It's a cool theater. It's fucking stupid. It's nice. It's fucking stupid. It's nice. Come on. Oh it's like not a chain, but it like it has the amenities that a chain would have. Yeah. So it's not like a like a city cinema that's Kind kind of trashy, yeah. but it shows the indie movies. It's like it's yeah. actually nice. It has loungy chairs and good food. And yeah, you know it's weird because I wouldn't know because I didn't get tickets to go see the movie, Nick. What? I didn't. I wasn't able to go see the movie. I went to go see the movie, drove down, went to go get the tickets, and they were sold out completely. Why did you get them ahead of time if you knew where you were going? I don't know, man. I don't know, but I still watched the movie. I found it. I found it and was able to watch a great copy of it. So I still watched the movie. I did not get to experience it in the movie theater. Unfortunately. So earlier today, <laughs> um, I tweeted David and Raphael. You did? To get an interview. They haven't responded. <laughs> uh, and up until now, I was like, oh, what a shame. I knew it was a long shot anyway. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm glad they didn't respond. <laughs> because I don't know how to defend your ass. You buy the tickets ahead of time when you're going someplace. I, I couldn't. Well, no. I mean, like, not that far. Not like weeks ahead of time. The you're day. Right. The I day. I was planning on using Movie Pass, so that's why I was like, Movie Pass lets you get them ahead of time in only one theater, and it happens to be that theater. Yes, but I didn't know that. I just assumed it was like all that. the other theaters on the planet. It was a pain in the ass. I'm gonna look. Okay, I'm still gonna give them money. Okay, I will PayPal to, to be dicks. And Raphael. <laughs> and Raphael, if they want my money. Guys, if you're listening to this podcast, oh my God, I will pay for Send me your PayPal. I'm so embarrassed. I'll give you the money for it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I just had to do it the way I had to At do least it. when I got to do this, I lie. I've had to do this like two or three times on the podcast. Yeah. No one else knows about it. Hey, I own up to my shit. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I own my oh shit, my okay? God. I apologize. <laughs> I wondered why you were giving me that longing look about when I was talking about this nice-ass theater. You're like, I didn't know. Huh? I, I, I don't, don't even know, know what it looks like. Jesus. It looked beautiful from the website. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, so funny. Why didn't you go see it today? Today? Today's Tuesday. I forgot what day of the week it was. Dude, it was only showing... Oh, here's another thing. It was only showing at 10 a.m., 3 p.m., and 9 p.m. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Listen, I gave you an out. I told you it would be difficult. You did. And you were like, nah, I'm good. I was like, no, nah, it's kind of hard, dude. And, and like, I nah. planned, and we, I had a great dinner with my girlfriend. We, we, we went to dinner. We were going to go see and the movie. And bought the tickets ahead of time, like a smart person. Hey, yeah, I went, and I went to go buy the tickets ahead of time, and it was not ahead of time enough. Because there were no tickets left. It was day of, okay? To be fair. <laughs> it was hour of. No, it was not hour of. Two hours of. It was like four hours of. Okay, I can't be that mad. Okay, okay, okay. You like were as soon as I got out of work, I went there and tried. And you were going to go to eat there yeah. and then come back. Okay, that's And it bad. was like, nope, no tickets. Oh, that's not bad. Four hours? Jesus Christ. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Wow. Because this movie is so goddamn popular. <laughs> it oh, was popular. 
Yeah, it's very popular. I don't know why it's not at more theaters. It's crazy. I mean, eighth grade is like in a lot of theaters, and like most indie movies are at least in like three, but, four but eighth theaters. Eighth twenty four. Even come. like anime they have, they movies, have push. they have push. Even like random anime movies that come out there, at least playing in like two or three theaters in New York City. Like it's just weird that this was only one theater. I think it's like super duper indie. Yeah, it must be. It must be. They've been trying to get this movie made for ten years. You know what's so crazy? Amazon Studios has... I don't know if they gave up or whatever, but they were recently getting into the movie game and they did uh, Big Sick and they did another movie. Did they Manchester do by the Sea. They did Manchester by the Sea. That's what they, they got did. Oscars and shit. Yeah. They, they're like really good at picking indie movies that are amazing and then just like backing them and yeah. making money. And, like this is totally one of those movies that I feel like they, they should have been behind and like helped push. Mm. Amazon Studios, if you're listening... <laughs> I know about this little film I know about this little that you might not film. have seen called Blindspot. If you back it, put it on Amazon. I think it's too late now. No. The way these movies work is they play at Sundance and then they get bought. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's and, true. So uh, they should have been bought. Them. Yeah, I know. But hey, there's still a chance because they can. They have distributing rights. <laughs> if they distribute it, um, it could reach more audiences. You're right. Because I, I mean, honestly, Yo, if this was like, on Amazon or Netflix, it would fucking be watched. Yeah. There's also like it's weird that. Like, just money-wise, like, seems good, it's Amazon. a good indie movie, right? Like, you release it there. It's, but, like, why not also release it on video on demand? It's got a lot of word of mouth. You know what I mean? Like, that's confusing I think it, to me. I think it will. I think it will. Like, it'll get on video demand before it gets released, 100%. Yeah? Yeah, but it's still making money in theaters. In theater. <laughs> <laughs> Singular. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You should probably release now. Yeah. yeah. I actually thought it was weird, too, because I looked it up to rewatch it on video on demand. Yeah, yeah. Thinking it'd probably be there by be now. There. Yeah, of course. Because it's been a month and it's an indie movie that yeah, why not? a lot of people want to see but can't see. But it's not there yet. It's so strange. There's something with the studios. It has an indie studio or it has it a weird could be backer. Negotiations or, or, or something Yo, like that. You too. know what the strangest thing is? What? Completely off topic. Did you know that Kevin Spacey. A, ke- a movie with Kevin Spacey just got released, I heard. and it made like two hundred seventy dollars. Yes, like that. <laughs> yes, because it had to be released, and it didn't get released in New York. It didn't get released in Where LA, was it released? San Francisco, Detroit, oh. Phoenix. You know, these are big places. Yeah, but but there was no backing. Uh, I was when I was no watching Screen Junkies talk about it. The only poster they could find was not American poster. That's so funny. Yeah. That's and awesome. the thing is, the guy from Fallen Our Stars and the guy from The Kingsman, those two kids, yeah. those are the leads. Those oh, are wow. popular kids. Like they yeah. have, like people want to watch them. They're like yeah. they're the up and comers right now. Yeah. You know, Baby Driver guy, Kingsman guy. I mean, fucking, they're making money. They yeah. make money moves. You know. Yeah, yeah. Did those guys see it? That you watched the video about? They probably could. no, they couldn't. I kind of want to see this movie. I think it'll be. On, I think it's on video on demand. I think. It's gonna be like one of those secret movies that like no I think one it's on ever video knows man. was released. I mean, but the... but that that's how much the fucking Me Too movement has like worked for the betterment. Like yeah, Kevin yeah. Spacey should ha- this should happen. He, yeah, yeah, you know, it's just crazy though. Yeah, that you it's can silence something. It's really like that. nuts because because they don't have the money like that other one did to re- redo all the scenes with Christopher Plummer. Yeah, I mean his career was also still almost dead. I feel like he was in that. No, talking it wasn't. Cat he was movie. in a resurgence. Yeah, no, that talking. He was in that talking cat movie. He was the talking. No, cat. he was a resurgence because of fucking Remember the Netflix show, movie, dude. Though? Yeah, like what Nine Lives called? or some shit. Yeah, but this fucking <laughs> it was this fucking. Don't act like he's fucking. Mick was making fucking, a huge comeback with Nine Lives. Jesus fucking Garfield Christ. ass wannabe. Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay, Nick. So Kevin Spacey is a, was a highly decorated. He was accomplished and then he was on a downfall, and then went even lower than that. He wasn't on a downfall before this all happened. I don't know if you release Nine Lives as downfall. 
That was right before this. He did that for money. You do things for a fucking paycheck. Alec Baldwin's doing fine. He did Boss Baby. I don't, I don't think Alec Baldwin's doing fine either. He's totally doing fine, dude. He, he had Alec he, had, he was down, and then he had to come up when he was Trump just in the most Mission Impossible movie, and then he was doing well. Yeah, but like that's Mission Impossible. Like, Jeez, who's watching that movie? He got. Oh my god! Oh my god! I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I, Scientology? Scientologist? This is watching the movie. That's a lot of people, though. <laughs> Guys, please tweet at me for that fucking diss track. I got so much to say. I'm holding my tongue. Nick, well, how does the movie start? I don't fucking know. I'm pissed now. Um, <laughs> I don't even know why I'm pissed. Uh, yeah, why are you pissed? Movie starts with you find Colin, and he's in jail, and he's about to get released. And it's his uh, parole hearing, talking about what probation means yeah. and what it, where he can go and what he, what he can do. Yeah, so you, you introduced, and he is on parole, um, and it's weird because you don't know what's happening. Like the, most of the beginning of the movie, you don't I would find say out that I, exactly. I would say that I they don't give a hint. Uh, they say that he's a felon, which means he fucking committed a, a convicted big crime. Felon. Convicted felon, um, and that's a label, and. Uh, I feel like that's a label that you you can't get rid of. Like once it's on, it, it's on. Yeah, and they know? talk about that in the movie. Yeah, for you sure. Know? Labels are a really important part. But it, I think it it's pretty much it's the like theme the of the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so you meet Colin, he, and then right from right from the jail, where he's talking to the people about mm-hmm. what parole has been, he it cuts to his, his probation's one year or two years. Ah, uh, to say I think it's one year. So then it cuts to eleven months, twenty seven days later. That's exactly it. Yep. Yeah. And then he's he's he has the same. It's great. It's great editing because he has yeah. the same look in his face. But now his braids are done. And he's a little more clean cut, mm-hmm. and he's in the car with uh, Raphael's character's name is Miles. <laughs> Miles. So Miles. <laughs> so Colin, Miles, and another guy are in a car, yeah. and they're like talking and they're chilling, and this is this fucking great scene. I think I think one reason I love this scene because it also captured the life in the hood is such a weirdly specific thing that. If you grew up there, you know it. If you didn't, you don't. And movies, movies when they do it, they do it two ways, right? They do it boys in the hood way. Mm-hmm. It's fucking real real and it's fucking, yeah. fucking set, like juice way where it's fucking yeah. scary and it's fucking dope. Or they do this like surrealism way when they talk about the hood where yeah. everything's so exaggerated. The speech, yeah. the clothing, the cars. But, th- but this like, but you know what I'm talking about, this surrealism yeah. way. It, it's, um... I kind of compare it to Friday. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Friday, I think, is a great example of... It's totally the hood. I've never watched Friday. <sighs> I think it's Fr- Next Friday? <laughs> I've watched either Friday. Friday after next? Any other Friday. It's three. I watched Barbershop. <laughs> like Barbershop. Barbershop's a great example. Yeah, 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 That's totally the hood. It feels like it. It looks like it. Yeah, yeah. But it's also exaggerated in this way mm-hmm. that almost gives it the surrealism to it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, does this car that they're in exist in Oakland? Yeah. 100%. Yeah, yeah. Is it everywhere all the time? No, yeah. of course not. You know, that's a very lavish, very specific kind of car. Yeah. Um, but it does it throughout the whole movie where it's just this, it's this exaggerated surrealism of the hood. And I, I, I love the Friday movies. I love the barbershop movies. I love yeah. this showing of it because it reminds me of home. It reminds me of a, a feeling because no matter what you say about, you know, the hood, it's... It's not the best place, <laughs> of course. It's yeah. very scary to live in. It's not that great. I didn't even have it that bad. You know, Dunkirk was definitely, you know, poorer and had ghettos in it. But it w- I wasn't scared to walk home because I passed yeah. the wrong, wearing the wrong thing that much. A little bit, but not yeah, really, yeah, yeah. you know. So I didn't have the brunt of it. But 
But it does... I do like watching these movies, though, because it, it reminds me of home in a way that it's hard to explain. And it's so exaggerated in a way that it... it it's it's just comforting in a way without reminding me of the bad things. It's reminding me about the good things, the sense yeah, of community, like the sense of the color, the friendship, the, and like the the camaraderie, yeah. the, the groups, the, the like, people the hanging out on like, the streets. Like also having grown up in the projects, it's yeah. like in actual like project housing. It's like it's scary while you're there, but there is also a sense of like neighborliness. Yeah. There are like always people outside, and sometimes that's scary. But sometimes it's cool. It's such a weird place because you have, like, outsiders will be like, oh, that's, like, bad neighborhood. Yeah. But, like, and 100% it's just, is. Yes. But it's also only a handful of people, I would say, right. making the neighborhood bad. Yeah. When it's just so many people who just can't afford to live elsewhere a lot just of doing the best just that they out. can do. Yeah, on the corner. Hardworking parents. Like, yeah. tons tons of hardworking, like, parents. Just hanging out outside yeah. with their car open, playing something, and they're just hanging out. Yeah. Because you know? there's nowhere else to go. There's nothing else to do. Like, this this sense of community. and this, mm-hmm. I, I didn't grow up in Oakland. But I feel like I have a sense of it because of this yeah. movie. You know, it's not the same as New York. It's not the same as my hometown. Yeah. It's not the same as these coasts. But there's sensibilities there that remind me of it that yeah. I really enjoyed. It's um, true. Yeah. I, and also it's just funny because I feel like they, they really focused on the the good parts. You know what I mean? Like yeah, the, still, there are... Well, no. I mean, I yeah, feel like they, they didn't show those no, kind of things. No, they didn't show like robberies happening. They didn't no. show anything. Like the only real like shooting that happened was... but. Because of the cop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The cop that shot the guy. Yeah, there's not a lot of drugs. They're mentioned in passing no. a little bit. Yeah. You know, they're smoking some weed. They get guns, but, not... but they're not shooting anybody right. or committing or robbing yeah. anybody or anything like that. It's the like real that. part of it where, like, like, I had a friend and he got a gun and I'm like, what do you need that for? Yeah. And he's like, to protect myself. And I'm like, from what? <laughs> Just like this movie. You know, yeah, I used yeah, to yeah. carry around a butterfly dagger with me. Yeah, Why? Yeah. I don't know, because I was a dumb kid that thought I needed to protect myself. But yeah. did anything ever happen? No. Did I ever have to yeah. use it? No. Yeah. And if I did, would it have just hurt me 100%? Totally. You know? I, I used to carry a knife around. Yeah. And then I stopped, and then I got robbed. So maybe, <laughs> so maybe I should have like kept it around. But would you? Maybe you would have got shot. I don't know, man. That's what I'm saying. They said they had a knife. If I would have also had a knife. Maybe they would have had a knife. It could have been like a cool Crocodile Dundee moment. Like, this is a knife. <laughs> I, I could have done that shit, but I didn't have my knife, Nick. So, I mean, I don't know if you're right I'm or sure wrong. I'm sure you're going to have some stupid small ass piece of shit. That would have just been like, you fucking for real stab me and then I'll punch you in the goddamn face. I'll take your shit. Um, yeah, probably. But you know what I'm saying, right? Yeah, like, I the surrealism of the hood. It happens in a lot of a lot of, um, a lot lot of of films like this. And I, I, I like them. Yeah. I, like, I like these films. I, I, like I always appreciate appreciated the sense of community that was that was around growing yeah. up like it's it's just like interesting to know your neighbors and they're in like people look out for you in a different way yeah yeah but also it's interesting because having been a white person who like grew up in the projects or like i'm puerto That's rican why but like, i, I have very white much skin. wanted you to watch this because yeah. a lot of this film is about having to prove your identity yeah, and I feel like you've had to do that your whole life. Of course, yeah, all the time, and it's it's so interesting because it's like I related so much to Miles in the movie because like growing up in the projects as a white person, you have to like it's different. You're just immediately treated differently yeah. because you're an outsider, or, or but you're, you're also you're an, outsider an outsider when you go over there, exactly because they know what your last name is. Exactly, you're, they know I'm where like, you grew up. They exactly. can tell by you, the way you dress. The you way go you walk. to white neighborhoods, you don't fit in because you're dressed yeah. like you know you buy all your clothes at, at Dr. J's on Fort Road, <laughs> like, yeah. and uh, it's just it's just so interesting to to see Miles sort of going through that. Yeah, too. You easily could have pushed through the other way. 
Yeah. Like, went so hard to having to prove yourself that you walked around with a grill and a neck <laughs> tattoo of where you yeah. grew up, you know? Yeah. I, I definitely could have. But it's just so... It's so funny because I feel like personally, the re- like I was just so focused on books and studying and things like that, so that I never really got involved in the criminal activity that was the happening around stuff. me and the stupid shit. <clears throat> I never got in trouble for hanging out or anything because I was always like away from that kind yeah. of stuff. Same here. Like I yeah. have the same thing. I but I also lived in those two worlds. So I went to my neighborhood and there'd be people hanging out. And they'd know who I were. It was and they'd nod to me. But yeah, I didn't really fit in with them. But then I would go hang out with the kids I was in classes with. Mm-hmm. They're all white. Yeah, and then I didn't really fit in over there either. But I think that that's one thing I loved about this film. Like it just dealt with this dual identity really well. Like yeah. Miles as a character, I, I I knew who David was, and I was like, great, I'm going to see this for David. And I walked away with like, wow, who is this other guy? He is amazing. I want to know everything he's doing. I don't want to know everything he's done. And um, I don't know if you did any research. His name's Raphael. They grew up, they were best friends growing mm-hmm. up. They both grew up in Oakland. Um, they're both theater makers. Uh, you know, David got famous for doing Hamilton, for doing theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Raphael got famous, he's a poet. Oh, really? You know, he, does, he does beat poetry and spoken <coughs> po- word and things like that. Yeah, he, he just did a, a thing called Hashtag Bars with the public theater mm-hmm. where they were taking stories and things like that and adding verse to them. So adding, it's rap. Yeah. But it's also treating it, treating rap the way it should be as poetry. Yeah. You know, super interesting. He's a cool guy. He's got a lot of interesting. All, oh. all rap is poetry. There are levels of it, <laughs> of good and bad. So if I started doing this and I started talking like this about the club and the bitch that I fucked last week, yes. then that's, that's good. I didn't say that's good. I said it's poetry. <laughs> poetry doesn't mean it's good. I've been giving this talk for a real long time. Yeah. But people have been using verse to express yeah. themselves since the Middle Ages. Yeah. You know, you look back at Shakespeare, he was putting verse in there. Yeah. And at the time when he was doing it, he was seen as less than. He was yeah. seen as like, what are you doing? You know, like, this is weird. Like, what? Is, and then it was respected later, and so on and so forth. Now, will fucking Lil Yachty be looked at as one of the greats in yes, 100 years? Yes, he will. And I will back that fucking clay. Because no, when rap gets worse, people will look back at him and go, that's when rap was good. Because <laughs> that's what always happens I'm talking music. about past that. I'm talking about 100, that's 200 always years happens in the with music. In music, yeah, but I'm talking about like 200 years in the oh, future. Okay, yeah, yeah. Like, they're gonna look, they're gonna take raps from like Tupac and Eminem and like study them and like look at them as a time capsule of this period, as a way of looking at how people needed to express themselves. It's mm-hmm. just interesting. Here's one of Raphael's. general ed requirement for students of American culture. One that convinces even the brightest of young women that sex is survival of the thinnest and I'm sick of this education that doesn't serve our best interest. My teacher has no face. She is every Revlon model women have ever chased. Her lectures can be seen in the backs of magazines, beauty ads, and, and marketing campaigns. Shit, just turn on your TV. This just in. A- we don't have to watch the whole thing, but like... Man, he dresses like I used to dress. Baggy clothes and a backwards hat. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, man. Bronx Marcus was a different beast. So they, they go from this... So they're in this car right away. It's yeah. 11 months, 27 days after he's gotten out of jail. He has three days left in his parole. Yeah. Um, or in his probation? No. Probation. Yeah, probation. And um, Miles fucking finds a gun and he's from the guy. He's like, yo, what's this? And then he's like, oh. Let, and then Khan's like, let me out. Let me out. Yeah, I got yeah. three days left. I like I don't that, want too. Anything. Because I like that they show, like, they start off with him being 
well, first scene off the bat, yeah. convicted felon. Second and they show scene, it to him. They show him like yeah. messed up. So you're his like, hair okay, is not done. He's I, in the orange jumpsuit. So it's an interesting movie tactic to force you to have prejudgments about him. Yeah. But then immediately after, two seconds later. You're on his side. He's like, oh, no, 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 no. I'm not, I don't want any part of this criminal Even activity. Even the way he talks, like, he changes, you can tell he talks differently than he, yeah. he does. That moment? Yeah. Two seconds after the moment where I was like, ooh, okay, he's a criminal. Two seconds after, I was like, this guy's the nicest fucking guy. I want to be this guy's yeah. friend. Like, yeah. he's the nicest, chillest dude. Please allow me to he exit is, this view. Whatever. And right then now. from that moment on, as soon as he was trying to get out of the car, I was like, what happened? Because I know whatever oh, happened was so not this guy's fault. I was sure. I was sitting there the whole time like, I need to know what happened. I need the whole we'll time. Get the, we find out. I was out. thinking about it. I love it. It's, and, it and on top of, it's already showing you themes. It's already like showing you something. You yeah. can already tell right away, yeah. this movie's saying something. Yeah. And it's not being shy about it. And, the, and then it's hilarious. Yeah. And the he, guy with the guns wasn't being hard. He wasn't like, no. yeah, I got guns. He was just like, yeah, that's my that's my couch gun. That's my compartment gun. Look at the visor. <laughs> my and visor. And then, and then they're hold, they're all holding two guns, and yeah. then Kyle's like, "Bruh, why do you got all these guns for?" And he's like, "You never know when you gotta be strapped." Yeah. yeah. And then is that the moment where he's like, "Oh, hold on, I got an Uber to pick up." Yeah. yeah. Is that what? It's yeah. Like? Oh my god. And then it's already so talking about funny. that gentrification kind of thing, like, yeah. "Oh, the world's changing. Oakland is changing. Yeah. You know these these neighborhoods are changing. Same thing happens in New York City. Yeah. You know and immediately I mean? in that scene, also he's like, "Oh, like something's wrong with his meal or something like that." And like, "Oh, he oh, asked for me." They went to Quickway. Yeah. They went to Quickway as a grand reopening. They were like, "Oh, this is the place we grew up to get these crappy burgers." Yeah. And they went, and it's disgusting. And he's like, "Yo, I fuck with these potato wedges." <laughs> so it's got potato wedges, and he's got yeah. a vegan burger. And then when they leave the car, the guy he mentions like, "I don't want this fucking." vegan burger it's like oh you wanted meat you had to ask for that yeah and miles is about to fucking jump yes. off and he's like you tell when do i gotta ask for it? and then kyle's like yeah. no, no, no come on let's go let's yeah, go yeah. and you can tell this is the relationship you can tell right away that they've been best friends forever yeah miles always doing some stupid shit colin's always trying to calm him down but they're brothers it's interesting uh, the whole thing about gentrification is i've never had to like really go through that because i feel like the bronx is still, still very much the Bronx. <laughs> the Bronx. <laughs> like it's gotten, they've gotten nicer buildings. It happened but, in Brooklyn. Um, in the, I would say the white people haven't uh, taken over yet. Oh yeah, because they took their. They they're were, still working they on Manhattan in Brooklyn. Yeah. They moved in the other direction. Yeah, yeah. Um, Harlem will never be Harlem anymore. No, for real. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But any place in Manhattan, and, Cassandra and especially ta- Brooklyn. Cassandra talks about Longley when she had an apartment in Harlem, and I'm like. Oh, I don't think you have ownership of that neighborhood. <laughs> no, I know it's so funny too because now gentrification has happened long enough where like those white people who are like moving out into other I neighborhoods. I think of are white like, people in Brooklyn. <laughs> I don't think of blacks and Puerto Ricans the in Brooklyn. New identity. I think about them in Bronx. Yeah, 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 yeah. Same. You say Brooklyn, I think about poor, rich white actors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. or yeah. like hipster ass fucking people riding a tricycle. Like mm-hmm. the fuck. <laughs> you know, you can do that in a unicycle. Movie. Yeah, exactly. Oh, fucking so big funny. ass bike. I love it. So. And then right away, as they're walking away, he starts to rap. Mm-hmm. And I knew rap would be a part of this movie, and I didn't know how. But the kind of rap that's in this movie is so unrefined. Two friends just happen to be talking, and they start to rap. You know? Yeah. It's something that I've done with friends. It's something that you know I've done with you before. Yeah, it's yeah. just something that you kind of do when you're from these places. Because it's just a part of how you express yourself. And I just, I loved it. Because right away, because yeah. it also was unclean. Like, David Diggs can fucking rap. He can. Like, we yeah. find that out later in the movie. Yeah, he can yeah, fucking yeah. rap. But this this moment, it's he was not doing a great job. It was like freestyle. Fucking around, you know? 
I, I knew. Every time I got in the car with you and the drive was more than a half hour, <laughs> it was there was going to be a long rap session where we found a dope beat on YouTube and we just started freestyling. Oh my god. And... I gave me so much anxiety. Because <laughs> I'm terrible at it. Oh my god. You mean a dope rap be like this? Oh my I see what you got, Marcus. Live no. on the podcast. Why are you giving me even... I just said it gives me anxiety. Did you give me anxiety last week with 8th grade? No, I didn't. That was like three weeks ago. <laughs> I still feel it. Alright, come on, Marcus. Tell me Yo, about your anxiety. Check it. Uh. I got anxiety. Uh. It makes me real crazy. Gotta go see a shrink. Get hazy. Get lazy. Getting on those pills, baby. Yeah. Pills, oh, pills, 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 Vicodin, Corduroys. Corduroys. That's what I wear on my pant legs. <laughs> nice Gotta sex. go and oh. rep for days. <laughs> nice. Just watch Blind Spot in. Don't know where I'm going or what I got got in. Nice. Now try <laughs> this. Hashtag this. Tweet at me so I can see exactly what I want to be against this fool. Not me. Marcus, he's a fool. Thanks for specifying. I wish you were as cool as me. Watching Blind Spawn, David Diggs, Rafael Castillo. Tweet at me. All right. Oof. Yo, you guys want better? You want more? You want more than that? She tweeted us. I had an outchat. Now try like this. So funny seeing how rough uh, your raps are, and then knowing that mine are ten thousand times worse. Still, <laughs> I'm really rusty. No one wants to rap with me anymore. <laughs> oh man. Oh boy. But I, I love that. Yeah, I, I love that. It just friendship. You know what I mean? Like it's something that I've talked about a lot here with you because obviously, uh, you know, we're friends. And oh whoa whoa whoa! I know. Crazy, oh god! Crazy statement, crazy statement. We are okay. friends. Crazy statement, but wow. but it's just so important to me. That's friendship. Like every every time something comes up in uh, one of our challenges, that that camaraderie comes up. It just yeah. it it just warms my heart. You know what I mean? Because yeah, because I I know you feel the same way. Like a family life is tough, and family is family, and family will always be family. But we didn't grow up in scenarios where our parents were our best friends. We didn't it's grow true. up in those scenarios. Yeah. You know, so I always put a lot of weight in my friendships. And, you know, seeing this just reminds me of that. You know, it, yeah. it's, this looks like Joseph and I walking down the street in my neighborhood growing up. You know mm. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I get it's that. It's the same thing. I get that. Um, so we go from there, and then we meet... What's after that? Um, do we meet the family? Or no, do we no, go? no, no, no. So, so you find out they're movers, so they go to the moving truck, he drops off Miles, and then David... Oh, Miles, uh, important, Miles buys a gun from the guy. Yes, you said that. $200. Said that, yeah. I don't think I did. Maybe I did. I don't get it. Yeah. So, so then he drops him off, and then he has to go home by 11, because he's 11 o'clock curfew. He's yes. got to meet every day. And on his way home to the halfway house, mm-hmm. it's not yeah. a halfway house. Is it called? It is a halfway That's house. That's what it's called. Yeah. Because you're halfway out? Yeah. I don't, it's I don't, it's just in between. Like I, yeah. I know what it is. But also people I, I don't know why it's called a halfway don't house. don't actually live in halfway houses. Not I, always. I find that weird. Sometimes. Most of the time they don't. I know they did in that movie with Ashley Judd. Double well, Jeopardy. I, I know in real life people who were on probation and they did not have to live in halfway houses. There's, there's different kinds. There's different kinds of probation. Oh, okay. You know, um, you're like I know from a movie. I'm like because oh. he also got, get, got gets out early. You know, yeah. Maybe it's because of that because he got out early. I don't know. Whatever. So he's on his way and then he stops at a red light that stops forever. Yeah. For a second, I thought he was just going to run that red light, go back to jail for like a long time, but then he starts to go on a guy 
very importantly, a black guy, mm. runs in front of his car, and he always him, he's like, what's up, dude? And he gives him this look, this terrified look, runs past his cop, runs past his car, yeah. and then a cop comes swinging around in front of the truck, stays there for a second, and then shoots the guy. Yeah. That was terrifying. The cop is played by Ethan Embry. Uh, that moment was terrifying, and uh, haunting. Honestly, it, it was crazy because he was obviously so helpless. He was. He was obviously. <clears throat> it's just terrified. one of those instances where you just you can't do anything, and it's yeah. it's weird because, like to to bring up horror movies and stuff like that, like they build tension by making you feel helpless and like making you feel scared against this like overwhelmingly powerful force, and that's unfortunately what. Uh, minorities have to go through yeah. anytime the they force see that a they're police officer. The cops, yeah, you know, <clears throat> and it's this fucking terror. That's scary because at any moment you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, and then it's just this whole discussion about. Then it just, I mean, we can talk about it, but it's this huge discussion about the cops and the cops and whether they're just doing their job and whether Andy is still in love with Prue. And then oh, wait, oh, seems like I got on a sidetrack, but. I guess while I'm there, let's go on to Charmed by Charmed. Mark, explain what Charmed by Charmed is. Charmed by Charmed is a podcast within a podcast where we talk about Charmed. We go episode by episode throughout the entirety of the series, and we talk for five minutes about Charmed. Nick, what was this week's episode? This week's episode is timer. Oops, that's a that's a that's a calculator. That's a calculator. As a calculator, calculator timer, starts now. Timer starts now. This episode was called "The Witch Is Back." In 1692, in Salem, Massachusetts, the evil warlock Matthew Tate is trapped in a locket by Melinda Warren before she is bi- before she is being burnt at stake. That's a bad sentence. In the present day, the also evil Rex Buckland and Hannah Webster give the locket to Prue as a piece to be cataloged, and Prue accidentally releases Matthew. The real intention intention of the dwi- wit- <sighs> the real intention of the wicked double. I don't understand what that sounds means either. Matthew steals Prue's power, <laughs> and whilst chasing Piper and Phoebe to get their powers, the, tri- the trio resurrects Melinda to help them to cur- curse the powerful Matthew and imprison him again. Nailed it. Nailed it. That wow, was can I do that written. again? That was poorly written. That was very poorly written. Oh my god. Can we do it? Can we do it again? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Okay. Let's do it from Timer right. Starts Now. In 1619. <laughs> That's fine. Um. Okay, so. What do you think of that uh, well, this episode, I thought I was going to hate. From the moment it started, I was like, God damn it, this episode Oh, because it was the old-timey? It was old-timey episode. It had to do with this random guy who like was like, I'm, gonna, I'm the hot guy. And, but it's all 90s. So like, anytime 90s hot does not translate well to 2018 hot. Oh, I'm really excited to watch 2018 hot in 10 more years. Because <laughs> you'd be like, who are these douchebags? Yeah, yeah, I'm excited too. <laughs> because then if you look back at like what hot was supposed to be, it's always just like, oh, no. No, thank you. Um, but it's just so funny to see that. And so I, it, she, he goes and he's like, ha I tricked you. I got your I remember powers. this episode. And then she doubles down and she's like, nah, bitch, I fucking got you. And she curses him. <laughs> I like and that. And he's sent away. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then fast forward. Uh, to current times, and then we and have to deal with this fucking Buckland thing, where it's I, I, oh, it's fine that they're evil. They're just doing it so poorly. Like it's the why demons not? that are working in the museum, right? Yeah, or whatever the, in the in the auction house. Auction house. Okay. Why not g- give a little subterfuge and hint at no, it? And this give is them a the little... first, Like we get that there, there's no subtlety. 
They're just like, we can we're do evil. <laughs> we're here to kill all of you. They, they tell us all of that, but we don't tell. We don't know who they are. We don't know what they, they want. They somehow tell us that they're evil, but without giving us who any they are, what they are, how they are, who, anything. anything. Do we don't know anything about them other than that they keep saying that they're evil, and we they're in a, and they're it. in an abusive relationship. Poor Hannah. <laughs> <laughs> Unless she's a demon, then fuck her. I don't they're know. Demons are they? They said they were demons. That is the one thing they said. They did not. Okay. Well, they, I know. I know what they end up being. Oh, well, they keep hinting at horns. So I think this episode, uh, I thought they were demons. I don't know. I don't remember. Oh, okay. So then they, he chases after the Chime Ones. The Buckland people help them. It's this weird fish-out-of-water thing where it's like, I'm from the past, but now I'm here. But then they were also, like, for only, like, 20 minutes of the episode, I guess? 15? Like, it was not long enough. Like, they spent the whole time, like... Figuring out that this guy's super badass with yeah. all their powers, and then they resurrect her, and then they just like so they resurrect Melinda Warren, stop. their yeah. ancestor, which I liked. I liked her. I thought it was cute because because yeah. we're still early. We don't they don't know how to be witches. Yeah. I like the moment where she's like, "Look how big the book has grown," and the girls are like, "Wait, whoa! It wasn't always that big." And she's like, "Yeah, everyone's added to it." Yeah, I love the moment where it's like, "Did you guys make up a spell yet?" And they're like, "We can make spells." Yeah, I love that kind they of stuff. Don't know. Yeah. In, like. Stories like this. I love. Like, oh, that hey, too. you have this power that you don't know about yet. Yeah, you have that's interesting. That part of the episode. Very and, video and, gaming. And, and I like Andy. I like that it's finally like I don't know what's going on. I'm fucking arresting Bruce. Yeah, <laughs> he's like fucking doubling down. He's like, weird shit's happening. You're coming to jail. Yeah. And then his partner at the end of the episode was like, he's like, I'm gonna go fucking arrest her. And he's like, for what? Yeah. Stealing a like, fucking feather. You don't have anything. Yeah. Calm down. And I feel for Andy because he 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 knows he's something's so frustrated, up. Yeah. And he doesn't. He can't. He can't expand his brain to be like it's magic. He just doesn't know. Yeah, but he knows something funky is happening. That's also gonna like break his perception of reality. Yeah, he's working in, within the confines of human knowledge, and he's yeah. not like. No, and he knows it's not working. He's reached his limit, and yeah. something needs to crack <laughs> in the next couple episodes. I'm sure it will. Because I'm sure it will. The episode where she tells him, and then like he forgets that that was like oof. He needs to find out soon. He's he getting real tired of this back yeah, and forth. Same, same, same. Yeah, which is why I like this escalation. I, I think I like. I like the episode. I like the villains good by the end, but I just I feel like it was just a lot of like, and we're getting these things, and now we defeat. I'm just getting real sick of this demon of the week thing. Same, same. I, same. I need a long term. Tiring. I, I need, think it might be the whole show though. It's this. It's this whole season. Yeah. And then I think it starts the second season, but then like there is a big. There are a bigger big picture arcs. story. Like I mean, a big you know Cole. You know about Cole. Like, when Cole's there, it's a whole That's overarching That's the boyfriend thing. of uh, Phoebe. Phoebe. Okay. Yeah. Oh, also, uh, Piper asked out Leo. I really thought when Piper... Finally. I really thought when Piper asked out Leo and Leo was walking through the door and we were just watching, he was going to blink out. Yeah. I really wish that happened. That would have been great. But we got to keep waiting for that, so we don't know Leo's a white lighter yet, and then they defeat the guy, and then he goes back to the past, and then Melinda's done. Son, I am the heir. All right. I am here. you have anything else to say? doesn't matter, because that was five enough. minutes. Oh, yeah, like jumped by jumped. Everybody else. Um, so back to blind So the police. <laughs> oh my god, we're still in the beginning of the movie. Jesus Christ. So police are. It's a difficult conversation. I mean, uh, I want to say all police are evil, but I know it's not true. I am scared of them, but I know I shouldn't be all of them. You but can't, it's with any group ever on the planet Earth. Other than Nazis, <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> it's hard to say that everyone is evil yeah. or everyone is bad or everyone is anything. You can't even say everyone is smart. You just have to be like, there's always outliers. Yeah. There's always exceptions but when you have is, groups of people. But this is tough. I mean, 
I also love this movie because there's there's also like this through line narrative of Embry. Uh, I don't know the officer's name, but that's the actor, yeah. Embry, of his character, and it's like subtle and like underneath, and you it comes to fruition at the end because you find out their family's moving. And yeah, there's more. Thing. I only saw the beginning and the end kind of stuff of the movie. No, the beginning and the end of the his story. You said there was stuff throughout. It, it's super subtle, like oh. like. Like, Miles mentions that police live out of town. Oh, okay. And he lives yeah, out of town. Her. That's what I mean. It's, like, super yeah. subtle. But it's very much there. Mm-hmm. So, like, there's still this narrative going on in the background about this guy. And, yeah. like, you can tell by his face. Like, Ethan Embry, he's been an actor for a long time. Yeah. And he used to do, like, stupid fucking 90s movies, like, fucking... Um, like American Pie esque type stuff. Yeah. Okay. So I know him from movies like Sweet Home Alabama, Can't Hardly Wait, That Thing You Do, like these like silly old movies. And then I feel like he went away, and now he's like a real fucking actor. I don't know. Like he was probably yeah. always good, and he was on Walking Dead, I think. Oh, was he? I don't know. Set it in his IMDb. I didn't oh. get to <laughs> But it's just I, I he does such, he does such a good job. He does to be this embodiment of because he talks. He says one thing in this movie. Yeah. At the end of the movie, the guy asks him, do you know how old he was? And he says, 27. Or whatever the age was. That's yeah, the yeah. only time he speaks the whole movie. But I feel like he was in this movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, good on him. Yeah. Um, especially to take such a thankless role. You know, to be the yeah. cop that everyone hates. But also the fact that, like, David Diggs was haunted by this whole thing. Yeah. You know? So he kept coming up and it was, like, always in the back of his mind. So, like, in the police's mind, it's like... Complete, I completely forgot about DVD's character, yeah. and then all of a sudden he shows up at my house at the end. Like, yeah, that's, and like, it all came flooding back. Yeah, yeah but from DVD's perception, it was in his mind every single fucking day yeah. up until that point. Which uh, I mentioned earlier, it's a great part of the movie because Miles sees it on TV, other people talk about yeah. it. It's uh, it's a through line in the whole movie, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's, it's not affecting up. anyone else the way it is. No, uh, it's Colin. not like it's interesting too because I think they do a good job of like not of like the reality of it that it's yeah. so common that something so yeah. fucked up is so commonplace that people talk about it when it comes up on the news but there's no protests there's no rallies there's no like none of that pageantry because like every time it happens it would happen like every single day yeah there's you know a new movie mean? coming out called The Hate You Give that mm-hmm. looks really good have you seen the trailer no that? I haven't seen that um, it's a- another one dealing with this kind of thing yeah. it's, and it's crazy that they were, they've been trying to make this movie for 10 years you know? Yeah. Like, I, I, in one of their interviews, they said, we kind of thought that some of the things we talked about this movie would, like, kind of be old hat by the time we could make it. But Oof. here we are, and yeah. here we are. Yeah. You know? It's crazy. It's it's nuts. And this movie also came out near fixed. the time of Barbecue Becky in Oakland, where, I don't know a lot of the story, but the story is there was a family having a barbecue, and some white people called the cops on them, which is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and, but the, which it's fucking super racist. But yeah. the, the, the way Oakland responded as a community was they just had bigger and bigger barbecues. That's awesome. You know what I mean? Yeah. But also, like that. The, the sad part is that yes, you said this happened around that time, which whatever. But like, uh, that's happened like last week. Like, like this whole summer has been the summer of. Uh, well, like no, it happened white... this summer. Oh, okay. Like, sorry, they sorry. were talking about it in the interviews. But, yeah. like, this whole summer. It also happened That's with the girl selling the water. Instant. It happened in the fucking, like, pool. It happened, like, every mm-hmm. fucking, like, week is yeah. another, like, old white woman calling the cops on, like, on a black family. Yeah. It's so stupid. It's really crazy. Um, but anyway, so then we meet, um, then we meet Miles' family, his, his son and his wife, um, 
funny enough, his wife is played by I forget her full name, but her name is Jasmine, and she's also in Hamilton. Yeah. Um, she's very good in Hamilton, and I really liked her in this movie. Um, and then her, his son, who was really good. Um, yeah. I, uh, God, there's so much, there's so much to talk about. This I want to go beat by really beat. Like I want to talk about the moment when he buys green juice. I want to talk about the moment when he, she gets the pamphlet from David's yeah. mom. Like there's just so many things in this movie. There's so many great, beautiful moments that yeah. all add to the same like yeah. message. Like and yeah. it all is just constantly building on that. But so, also, like, it's have the, funny and it's compelling. Yes, and it's, it's not. Like, a, a lot of times people don't want to watch these kinds of movies because That's like, it's too heartbreaking. Yeah. Like, I can't watch uh, this stuff because yeah. it's, like, too much to think about. It's too stressful. But this movie definitely has that. It is, it is pretty intense. But it's super but it's fun. it's a fun, it's funny movie, funny. too. It, and, at the, and at the core of all of it is this friendship. I think that's why it works. Yeah. Like, the two of them together really works. Yeah. Like, you can they're tell they're so fucking different, friends. They're so different, but they're the same. They're, they're, same. they're friends yeah. and, like... And they're two, also playing, two sides of the same coin. They're playing against type almost. Like the, yeah. the you know, one of the big things is like David Diggs. You see him. You see a large black man with reds, with and then braids, you yeah. like a lot of people like are braids, sorry, and a lot of people like assume that he's like a criminal or something like that. And he is a convicted is. felon, convicted so he can't felon. really fight against them the way he would want to. Yeah. Um, and then people see like uh, the white guy, and they're like, "Oh, you must be like a hipster who like just moved here," yeah. even though like this is his home. Then and he's, he's been willing here his to whole fight life. for it. Yeah. yeah. So we'll just we'll just kind of go beep. We won't go beat by beat. We'll just kind of jump around. I think I think everything you just said is why I really like the movie. Yeah. But the reason I love it, and the reason why it goes into the realm of my favorite movies now, as opposed to just being a very very good movie that I watched that changed you know my perception of things and opened my eyes to things. Yeah. Besides all that, the theatricality of Miles and David and these. Raphael and David, Miles and Colin, in this movie, and the the world around the theatricality of it all is what is like what pushes it over the edge for me because you know I love that shit. Yeah, you I do. love when he started rapping at the cop, and I was like, God damn it, Nick! At the end, yeah, I was like, Nick fucking has a huge well, fucking. I was that was spoiled right for me. I knew that was gonna happen. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, I was I was still really very sucks. powerful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, if I didn't know, I would have had the hugest fucking heart. But yeah. that's not even what I mean. I mean when like Miles stands up in the beauty salon. And when he sells that car, yeah, like those moments are so ridiculous, but it works it because really does. of this heightened sense of hood mentality and this heightened sense of, and it's almost and everything's like said in verse, like it's said in yeah. such a way that's heightened. Like the reason that verse is verse, the reason that you do things like that is that it's heightened language, right? And the reason you do heightened language, the reason you read something like Mammoth or Shakespeare or something like that that has language in such a specific way it's because when you heighten it it accentuates the, the important things you know yeah. so is it just a stupid silly moment when Miles is uh, selling the boat to that guy in that car he's like oh you want it for a half cap and a half half that oh it's like going, going to the bar and going down to the sink and getting hot yeah, or cold yeah. it's like is it hot or cold he's like oh it's cold it's go, go. Yeah. it's so ridiculous right yeah but and it's funny, also, but mm-hmm. it's also saying something. It's also saying like, God, it's hard to explain, but it's also saying like, I don't know, I can't explain. It. Yeah, it's it's like adding to the humanity of it by not being human. Yeah, 
Every every scene, whether it was comedic or intense, all start added to the message, all added to the layers that this movie has, all added to the, the messages and the points that I was trying to get across. Yeah. And I found that so interesting because a lot of movies, sometimes they'll lose their way throughout the movie, oh, right? Yeah, like yeah, So yeah. They'll, they'll have a path and they're like, okay, I want to say this thing. Um, but I'm having a hard time saying it, and so sometimes they'll like get lost and get sidetracked with different things. Mm-hmm. But this movie always stayed the course and focused on what it wanted to get across. Yeah. A good movie can do both, right? Like its its tone yeah. never changes, yeah. But it goes from this heightened speak to this moment when Miles' son has his gun, yeah. And like right before that, Miles was trying on a T-shirt that said. Kill a hipster, save the streets, or some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's funny, and it's cute, and it's stupid, yeah. and it's like ha ha ha. And then the ca- the camera work in this part was great. Mm. Like it turned over, and it just got silent, and the whole theater was silent. Yeah. The whole everybody just stopped because it panned over to Miles' son just looking at the gun, rolling yeah. it around in his Whew. hands. Terrifying. Wasn't that terrifying? That was so scary. Did your yeah. heart? Oh, yeah. heart stop. I was like, holy shit, this kid. <sighs> yeah. I, I was so glad that he didn't die. Oh, my God. Um, but it was he a was scary so moment. He was so close to dying. Yeah. You know, you felt that death. Because he felt like he needed to have a gun. Yeah. And I like this moment, too, because afterwards, uh, the wife asked him, like, is this your gun? And she tries blaming V Diggs. Yeah. But, like, he's like, no, it wasn't mine. And, like, I, I respected him for that because, like... Yeah, you can be ride or die. It's a character moment. It's a character moment. Yeah, but but like you can be ride or die for your friends. But sometimes like, well, also right before this, David's ex girlfriend was like, "You gotta cut Miles loose because he's gonna keep you down. He's gonna send you back to jail." You know, and that's also you see that working in David's Mm -hmm. head as this is going on. Like maybe I maybe I should leave Miles. He's not good for me, and he doesn't see that. But then there's also that great moment when Miles is explaining. Um, actually, I have that scene. So it's just like she's telling him to leave Miles. He's seeing that maybe I shouldn't leave Miles, but then yeah. he's also getting misinformation because Miles has fucking been there for. Him. Yeah, like Miles is from that mentality of ride or die. You yeah, kill yeah. a motherfucker for making fun of your friend. You know yeah. where they come from. You know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and just this back and forth of especially in this moment when she's asking, "Is this your gun?" You can see the wheel turn for a second. Like, yeah, yeah. He, goes, he like I before he went to jail, he, he would have said, "That's yeah. my gun." Yeah. But now he does not my gun. Yeah. You know. Because he's scared. He doesn't want to go parole. He doesn't want to offend her. Yeah. It's not his gun. He knew, this, he told him not to do it. Yeah. He's getting past this. Yeah. You know. And despite everything, like these two guys, this is not a story about like criminals like changing their ways. It's no, about like two guys who are like great guys. They're just two buddies who just like you know? have their flaws. They grew up in the hood. And just having to grow up in the hood. And yeah. that's it. that's the life they know. And that's they don't have any like aspirations to be like I need to get out. 
No. It's their community. Yeah. It's who they are. It's their friends, their family. I love that. I love and that's that so that's the interesting thing too yeah. because like they also have that character. She's in the background. His his ex girlfriend. She's yeah. the kind she's who's like, to get out of the hood. I need to get out of here. Yeah. This is not she's for me. Like, to be a psychiatrist, yeah. psych- psychologist, and she's going to school. And she's like, I'm gonna get out of here someday. Yeah. I don't think she says that, but that's the mentality. She's the she's, the, she's that yeah. person. She's like, get away from Miles. He's yeah, yeah, good yeah. for you. you yeah, know? yeah. Which is interesting because I feel like not a lot of movies show the hood in in like this this light of like oh in this positive light it's always get out it always it's like always get oh out. i'm striving to get out i'm trying to get out i'm trying to get out in, in a, another version of this game they would have sold their mixtape and got out of the hood yeah and then forgot where they came from and then that would yeah, have been yeah, the yeah, lesson yeah. which is yeah. still an okay movie course, i like yeah, those have, movies yeah. when people get out of the hood that's interesting yeah but it's not realistic you know yeah i mean here we are trying we got out like that's what we wanted to do but yeah but I never, and it's it's a problem I have with a lot of people. I never condemn the people for not leaving. Yeah, I never condemn the. I I wish I could. I liked home. Yeah, I wish I could have stayed there. There's a lot of reasons I couldn't. You know. Yeah. But a lot of people con- condemn these people for living normal lives. Like not everybody can be a fucking lawyer, and not everyone can be a fucking actor or a fucking yeah. doctor and, or and fucking. Whether or not they can or can, not everyone even wants to do that. Like, who the Some fuck cares? Some people just want to. If someone wants uh, to enjoy their life as a fucking bodega clerk, do it. Yeah, do it. Up. Some people love that work. Some, Some people, people love seeing that. people interacting in their community. This movie that I just mentioned, "The Hate You Give," that's also yeah. about a police shooting. Um, it opens up the trailer with her talking about because she lives in the hood, but she goes to a private school, yeah. and it's about this dual life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and she's like, "Should I speak up or should I quiet myself like I do yeah. at the white school?" Um, and she describes like over here is Roger's Barbershop and over here is my, my papa's grocery store that everyone goes to yeah, and yeah. this sense of community is super important it's something I miss being out here and, but yeah. people condemn it all the time it's, why, it's, it's one of the it's reasons hard. I love this movie because yeah. it, it painted it in a light that was like it's good like this is it's an oh, it's okay place to be yeah. and David is like fighting with this because is it? because now he's a convicted felon because of it Mm-hmm. Or is there a way to be here but not be here? Or am I one foot out, one foot in? Or am I? Do I need to get out? Or should yeah. I stay and fight? Like what? Like that conflict. Is, and and David, he plays it so well. Mm-hmm. You see it turning. He really does every moment. Yeah, yeah. every moment he's contemplating the, what's going on and like, do you stay and do you accept the changes that are happening? Will you be kicked out eventually from your own neighborhood? Like what's mm-hmm. what's going on? And I would like. I feel like this is a movie. I love movies where you can see the movie going on more longer, like three hours longer than when the movie yeah. ended. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like I like, can totally definitely continue a boiling point watch it in, this in here, movie. but I I want more of this world yeah. and and Miles and Colin growing up and they're fucking growing, yeah. not growing up, but growing going through growing pains in this community. Yeah, yeah. Seeing what they're gonna do with their son and having to teach their son hands up, don't shoot, don't shoot. It's a powerful moment. Yeah, you know, it's like fuck. And then when the son asked, Colin was like. Why'd you go to jail? And he said, Because I wanted to be a tough guy. Yeah. And a little earlier than that, Miles was saying, I'm trying to tell his son, Say, I'm a tough guy. I'm a yeah. tough guy. You know? Because that's yeah. what he knows. He's not doing a bad job. Yeah. In fact, that's probably a pretty good parenting moment. Like telling your kids to stand up for himself, you know? Yeah. But like, in this mentality, it's just such a conflicting thing. Um, so after um, Miles's son has the gun. They take the gun and they get kicked out of the house by the wife. Yeah. And then they you're like, you know what, fuck it, let's go to this party. There's this little thing that's been happening throughout the movie about mm-hmm. this party, about this old friend. They go to the party, it's their old friend from the neighborhood. I works. love oh, this I love this turn. Part. I love this turn. Because 
You expect it like a party scene. Yeah. You expect it as being crazy, yeah, like, yeah. nuts party where he's going to get into trouble and mm-hmm. like all this stuff. But their friend works for Pandora. And it's a Pandora party. Yeah. There are a lot of fucking hipsters there here. There was three black people, I think they said, in, yeah, in the party. Yeah, there was their friend, one new guy she works with, and David. Yeah. So they walk in, and they meet the, the owner of the house, and he's like, What's up, my brothers? Oh, man. Yo, I just moved to Oakland three months ago, and yo, I found my home. Like, this is totally my spot. You get me, my peeps? That guy has definitely said the N-word too many times. A hundred percent. Even if it's alone, like, while rapping in a, a mirror. World. There like... is not a world where he did not say the N-word. He definitely, Jesus he definitely Christ. says the N-word. Um, and I love that he had the t- same tattoo yeah. as Miles, and you can see Miles, Miles like, have to, like, rage. bite under his grill and, like, bite. Oh, I love it. I love Miles' grill, that he he yeah. keeps pulling it out for work but putting it back in because it's like it, that's his identity you know yeah. that's him putting it on and off mm-hmm. so then they uh, Miles says I'm gonna get a drink and David goes and meets up with a friend and then is introduced with the third black person here and they meet and then Miles is in the kitchen the kitchen and then that third guy outside of David goes and meets Miles and Miles is fucking complaining because Quickway is catering. He's like, and he's like, Quickway doesn't cater, people. Yeah. And he's like, dude, don't try so hard because he thinks yeah, the other guy he's another <clears throat> fucking Oakland hipster mm-hmm. trying too hard with his fucking making fun of his grill. Yeah. And you can tell this is a boiling like Raphael does I was so such scared in a this good moment. job. Yeah, because I was like, Raphael's gonna to fucking God he, eat the shit. He did out such of a good job for no reason. He just, and it was that you moment. You see him oh. raging on the inside, and I'm like, Oof. and honestly, it's it's so hood because I I can picture this back home. The guy where he heard what you said, and then he just looks down and like. Shakes to himself and starts tensing up, and it's like, and his in his head, you know what's happening? He's going, nah, man, nah, not today, man, nah, 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 nah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He did so well. So then he comes over and fucking attacks that guy, and then David stops it, pulls him out. But then the other guy is like, not today. Yeah, <laughs> and picks a fight with Miles. Oh, but this poor guy did not know what he was no, getting himself he did into because he got one good punch crazy. in, and then Miles. Fucking wrecked him. Yeah, he did. Fucking wrecked him. This guy was bloodied and beaten on the ground. Because well, Miles fucking knows how to fight. That's all he, he does. He knows oh, how to man. fucking fight. He's nuts. Miles was scary. Yeah. Miles was fucking scary. And then he, like, let loose. He pulled out the gun, shot, and I yeah. was like, God damn it. Yeah. And then they run away, mm-hmm. and uh, David takes the gun from him. And this is <clears throat> such an important conversation they have together. So good. Yeah. Where they talk about who they are and where they came yeah. from and why he feels like he needs to bolster. And Miles explains about his identity he like he says it out loud yeah and there's this great moment when 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 miles no when colin says to miles go ahead and say it go ahead and say what you're gonna say you're gonna call me a nigga say it say it to my face and he's like i'm not gonna say that And he's like why not you are one you're what they're looking for out here and it's not me with the braids it's you you're the crazy one they're looking for go ahead and say it you are a crazy motherfucker you are one go ahead and say it and he's like i don't say that yeah. And he's like, why? And he's like, because I don't. Because yeah. I'm not. And it's this crazy moment where everything just clicks about Miles, about mm-hmm. how he grows up in that world. He That is his world, you know? Yeah. He, he fucking married a beautiful black woman and lives in this neighborhood and raises a black son and he defeats his best friend and that's yeah. all he knows. And he, But he knows he's white every yeah. moment of every day, you yeah. know? And it's this like torturing thing. And that, that when when with that exchange, I was like, 
I was sitting in my seat like, holy shit. Yeah. That is so And he, he acknowledges that. He yeah. knows. And he knows. And also it's sad because he'll never be like a true, true part of the community. Yeah. You know? But it's his community. He'll always be a little bit of an outsider. Yeah. Even and you can tell people community. respect and him. And no one treats him like that. You no. know what I mean? No yeah. one treats him like an outsider. No. But, but, but he, he knows <laughs> because it's true. In the back of their head is like, <clears throat> you're cool for a white boy. Yeah. That's yeah. that's what they're all saying in the back. He knows it. Yeah, yeah. You know? But... And then David goes off and he has a gun in his pocket and there's this terrifying scene when the yeah. cop just stopped him because he's black and puts the spotlight on him but doesn't do anything. Yeah. That was a great tension moment though. That was, that was scary. Ooh. And there was that close up and of the gun. And we all know he has the gun. Yeah, the gun he where he just pushed it in like very oh, slightly. Man. Oh man. But oh, also man. that scene like I, I feel like I just like another thing where I just related to Miles where we're just like growing up in that community just always feeling like an outcast yeah. like knowing that you don't belong and that like growing up Every time I went anywhere, people, like, would assume that I was rich or that I was a cop or that whatever. Like, whatever they heard about, like, white people. You should have got a grill. I should have gotten grill and a tattoo of uh, California. (laughs) (laughs) But everyone just always thought that, like, that's who I was. And I'm like, dude, how am I rich? I am your fucking neighbor. We both live in the projects. What the fuck are you talking about? Like, it's just my You see the car we're driving? I'm like, we don't even have a car. You saw me get off the bus. The Castle Hill Project's 22 bus. Fucking, you saw me get off the same bus as you, bro. You know I'm your neighbor. Yeah. Why are you acting like I got money that you don't got? Yeah. It's it's nuts. It's nuts. <clears throat> but also, at the same time, like, having to acknowledge that you do have white privilege. Like, and that's yeah. a huge part of the movie, that Miles was, like, constantly getting away with so much. He was doing the crazy shit, but Colin was the one who got in trouble. You know, he was and, calling him out because it's like, you, what you just did, they're not coming for you. They're looking for me right exactly. now. The black guy with the braids. Yeah. You know? Yeah, no matter what. I love like, the braids he thing. can. But it was a huge thing to talk about like that. That like even though he grew up in this same socioeconomic setting, the, just because of the color of his skin, yeah. he has a privilege that he is not like privy to. You know? Yeah. And, or, or even worse, <laughs> he is, but he doesn't know what to do about it. Yeah. There's nothing you can do. Cause, yeah, because he is who he is. Yeah. He, he's 100% authentic. <clears throat> But he has to prove it every goddamn yeah. moment, you know. And I love the braids thing because earlier Val said you should cut these off, and he's like, "I can't. They're my identity." And it's yeah. this whole like, yes, he is the black man with braids from Oakland, but he just also acknowledges that he will always be classified as the black guy with braids from Oakland. <laughs> that is now a convicted felon. Yeah. It's this this dual identity thing is so heart wrenching because you know you know this guy, yeah, you know this guy from back home who is like a good guy that's just there. Just doing his best, but he gets pulled over all the time, you know? And eventually, yeah. you get pulled... A lot of the time, what happens is you get pushed... You get pushed it's, into it's, being a it's felon. It's that thing of where, if you think I'm a criminal, why the fuck am I not being a criminal yeah. right now? Like, why am I way, working I might as well so steal hard. the fucking shit. Why am I working so hard not to steal something, not to sell drugs, mm-hmm. if you think I'm selling drugs anyway? So many I times I've heard people under say... Under the same circumstances so about making money. I've heard people say, like, <clears throat> why, why sell drugs? Or why do this? I'm like, you don't fucking get it. Yeah. Sometimes people don't have a goddamn choice. Sometimes you're about to lose a house, your mom's in the fucking room shooting up, and you gotta find the money somewhere, you know? Yeah. It's fucking crazy. Um, so, so all this is a, a boiling point. There's this great scene when they have to move that house, um, and they rap a little, and they're, like, collecting the things, and this is after that happened, right? No, this is before this happened. The, well, the, the, the argument was before, and then right after... They, they moved the of, house, right? Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. They moved the house before because they were still friendly. They were rapping. 
Wait, you're talking about the policeman's house? No, I was talking about the other house. Oh, they moved that before, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 I just wanted to mention this that the because part. the girl, the, the landlady that came out, her name is Sarah Kay. She's another very famous spoken word poet. Oh, really? So much so that I bought one of her poems. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget what it's called, but I bought it for my niece when she graduated high school. Awesome. And it was about how um, a mother grows up, teaches her daughter to be the best she can be and to be strong. And it's about being a strong woman and yeah. about, um, fighting the obstacles in your way. Yeah. And like, no matter what, like you learn that, you know, the getting your feet dirty is for important. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. And she's just a famous. Boy. I just wanted to mention that. Sarah Kay. She's cool. I'll send you a poem. Woo. Um, <laughs> so then, uh, um, so then we see them have to do, Oh wait, hold on. Uh-oh. Before we get to the final scene, Super important. We 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 went over why he's a convicted felon. Yes. Oh my god. We didn't even talk about that. So, Shit. So he's at the moving place talking to Val, and they're actually having a nice moment yeah. where they're like reconnecting a little bit. And then one of the guys comes in. They need some move. And I love this actor. I forget his name. I, me too. But he's in he's a lot funny. of stuff. He's yeah. also a rapper. And he's like, yo, this is the Scorpion King. He's like, I never told you about the Scorpion King. Yeah. And he's like, guys, don't. He's like, no, I gotta tell. So, and then it turns into this awesome, awesome, like, magical surrealism moment where yeah. they flash back to the place. And he is narrating and he is the whole narrating thing. All and he's all the voices. He's also, all the voices. It's so, so good. Funny. It's so funny. Yeah. It's so good. That actor's so good. Um, <laughs> he's really good. Yeah, it's a funny moment. But it's also this super dark moment in his life. But it's also weighted with this funniness about it yeah. all. Yeah, because also the, I feel the like levity. the fact that he was he became a convicted felon, which is something he will never be able to get rid of, yep. because of this stupid incident, this so, thing that like just kind of ha- could happen to anybody. A bar fight. So oh, what someone where was, he was a bouncer. So he was a bouncer. Some hipster dude went to the bar, got a scorpion bowl for twenty five bucks. Yeah, where it's this bowl of alcohol, all this alcohol with a little fire on top. And he took it outside to show his friends. And he's like, yo, look at the scorpion bowl. And David, who's a bouncer, is like, you got to take that back inside. You can't take yeah. alcohol out of here. And he's like, and then the hipster's like, slow down, guy. I- I'll go back when I'm good and ready. Talking yeah. down to David. Yeah. And he's like, bro, you got to come back in now. And he's like, I right, don't worry. If you get fired, I'll get you a job. Yeah. He literally says that. We've, oof. I'm sure you've seen this in college, too. Like, what? where just like the entitlement of certain people oh, where man. they just like don't understand and they, oh, dude. Man, this I work at a, so I work at a restaurant in Wall oof. Street, man. Yeah. Oh, you get it. Oh my you god. Get it. The other day, I don't think I mentioned this. The other day, I almost got in a fight. Oh my god! What? Because a guy got so drunk, and I had to kick him out. Yeah. So he almost got in a fight with someone else, and then I checked in with him, and he, I was like, "Oh, is everything fine?" He's like, "Yeah, I'm fine." I was, uh, and I was like, "Cool, I'll get you another beer. You're good." And he's like, "Yeah." He, I didn't think he was drunk because he just got there. He no. was fucking high from something. I, I came back around. And he's like, "Yo, you got to kick that guy out forever." He fucking touched me. He fucking attacked me. Is what he said. I was like, uh, "Oh, I'm I'm sorry. I just checked in with you. I thought nothing happened. What happened? I want to know." And he's like, "No, you don't care what fucking happened." He's like, "I'm like, no, no, I, I do. I, that's why I'm asking. I'm, I'm so sorry. I had no idea it happened yeah. uh, when I asked the first time. You didn't say anything. Yeah. Um, and I'm trying to get this out of him. And he's like, just gotten building up. Like, no, you don't care. You need to 86 that guy forever. And I'm like, I don't know who that guy was. Yeah, I I couldn't if I wanted. They were to. arguing beforehand. Yeah, I had we would kick the other guy out because he was drunk. The other guy was drunk. Yeah, and he was, I thought, being the victim of the attack. It turns out he was fucking instigating too. Uh-huh. So I keep talking to him, and at a certain point, I take his alcohol away, and he's like, he stands up, he's like, put that down now. Put that down right now. And I'm like, 
I, I'm gonna have to actually leave if you keep escalating if you keep raising your voice and cursing there's families in here he's like you better put that down right now and I put it down I was like I'll put it down fine we'll talk about it I wanna know what happened I'm trying to get this out of him yeah and then at a certain point he just keeps escalating more so I'm I put his drinks to the side and say like, you have to leave I have to actually leave now you yeah. un- unfortunately is you are very worked up and I'm gonna have to actually leave for the night yeah. and he's like Ugh. and then he starts like getting in my face and he starts calling me a loser he starts saying like he points to the other bartenders who mm-hmm. fucking they, they don't know how to de-escalate the situation so they just yeah. get more alcohol and tell him and like no 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 yeah like he's cool he's cool you you're a loser look at you, you're a fucking loser me I'm a fucking rock star you hear this music playing I produce this shit you hear that yeah I fucking produce I can do fucking anything you you're a fucking loser and he's like cursing me I was like you have to go and right now we're both standing looking at each other and then at one point he starts doing like nah man like what are you gonna do like what like oh what? Like, what? and put his hands on me slaps me a little bit I was like you have to leave right now and then yeah. he finally and he starts like trying to pull other people he's like yo come here and I'm like no you will not talk to my other servers yeah. you will go and I finally got him to leave but like I was I've never been that worked up at work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I've been that worked up in life. Yeah. When I thought I was going to fight somebody. But I was so wound up that after that incident, I went to the back and I just started, like, I just was, I was so mad. Like, I touched me. Like, he put his hands yeah. on me. He called me a loser. Called, said I was worthless. Called was himself a rock star. Oh, yeah. Oh, Some God. Australian fucking guy. Oh, With a man, flat man. nose. He's fucking ugly. Oh, fuck, man. dude. That's not, but this shit happens in real life, guys. <laughs> this is fucking proof. So the same thing basically happened to David. Yeah. Where this but he actually happened. fought but, him. But David, instead of what I'm doing, just yelled at the guy and told him to leave, he threw the guy to the ground, <laughs> started fucking, went on top, started punching him, and then Miles came over, started yeah. fucking kicking him. Oh, my God. And then, of course, the bowl was still on fire. Yeah. And he erupts, and there's this great the music playing, him, yeah. and it's like, <laughs> and they're all like ablaze. Yeah. But then there's this beautiful cinematic moment where, after he's done telling the story, he it says to Val, that's what happened. And Val's like, yeah, that's what happened. And it cuts to how Val saw it. And what Val saw was the real thing. So then it cuts to the same thing, but without the fun music, without the fun mm-hmm. narration. And you really heard the sirens coming and the fists hitting and yeah. the guy screaming because he couldn't breathe. And it got like super scary for a second. Yeah. Like, this is just great cinema telling. Like to do this levity thing to tell the story. Because like, oh, it's it's we're on Miles' story. side yeah. and Colin's side. And then to see the reality and, and like, how oh, brutal they, it really they was. They were in the wrong. Yeah. They really did let a guy burn. Like yeah. the second the fire started, they should have stopped and said, oh shit. Yeah. But, um, but that's why he's a convicted felon. Yeah. <sighs> and it was also this great moment where Val looked at him when it happened. And, yeah. and then later. Um, before the last incident of the film happened, David called Val and they talked about blind spotting, which is the thing in the movie. It's the mm-hmm. psychological thing where you're looking at a face, but it's also two faces. It was a great yeah, metaphor yeah. in the movie. Those, the, all that illusion shit you see in Ripley's Believe It or Not. Yeah, it was very good. Um, and then she said, he said, Val, when you see me, do you only see the fight? And then Val stays silent for a long term. And then David's like, I'll talk to you later about yeah. hangs up the phone. And then I think that's the end of, that's the last time they talk to each other. In the movie, yeah. In the movie. Which I thought was great because, like, he, she kind of, I think, represents, like, the, the get out sort of mentality yes. of the whole thing. And so he's And Miles like, represents the And Miles represents, like, the this, hood. The hood, yeah. yeah. Um, and so she, I think it was good for him to distance himself from her yeah. in that instance. And real, like, she's not in the right as well. Yeah. You know, because she's, she's also she looking She looks at him. down on everyone too. Yes. And yeah. so that's what she's doing. Mm-hmm. And so she's sort of like the same as that guy at the bar, almost. Uh, or like, well, yeah. not, but just in terms I know of like you're, no, down. I know what you're saying. Like, it's, she's, th- they're, thinking to get out isn't a 
bad thing, but thinking you need to get out because everyone's less than you is the wrong way of thinking, and she yeah. represents that. While Miles represents the other extreme of, like, being a tough guy, representing, gonna kick a guy's ass because he oh, yeah, Miles. calls yeah, you yeah. a white guy, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But then we get to the last bit of the movie, where they where they meet back up after, um, after the gun incident, after all that. Mm-hmm. You know, they're barely talking. There's all this tension between them. They go to do a move. They're barely talking. And then Colin's like, let me go back inside to get the last box to get my jacket. And then when he goes inside, he notices... here's what I thought was going to happen in this scene. Because I I always pick up on the, like, things that You thought it was the alarm? Yes. Yeah. I always pick up on things that will be, like, payoff later. And I was like, oh, she she made a big deal about that fucking alarm. Yeah. He's going to walk in off. there, yeah. the cops are going to come, because they're like thinking about this alarm, and they're mm-hmm. going to shoot him, and that's how the movie's going to end. And then the, the newsreel would happen, it's like, a convicted felon was... Yeah, exactly, that's what I thought was going to happen. They yeah. would say, convicted felon dies. Infiltrating a house. Exactly. <laughs> All-star cops, stop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I thought the same. Yeah. But that's not what happened, because he picked up a picture and noticed that this house was Ethan Embry leaving, because leaving. obviously... Killing the kid also ruined his life. Yes, he needs to leave and shit. The cop's house who uh, shot the kid in the beginning. Yeah. So there was also this underlying thing of his life has changed forever. Yeah. Because he goes to the back, the garage, and you see Ethan Embry there crying and, like, destroyed. And, like, and you just see his back. But you can tell he's been crying. You can tell, like, he is, like, he is fucked up. Yeah, he is. You know, he's because he killed a kid, you know? Um, like he's not like ha, ha, ha. he's not one of those cops who's like ha ha yeah I can get away, away with, with it, it. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. no he's fucked up which I love that I love that yeah. it also showed that like obviously Same. he's super in the wrong <laughs> but obviously. like you got to remember sometimes people are people and not no always people are people and everyone you well, know. I don't know sometimes people could be other things yeah you okay? right you're I saw right, a right. guy turn into a sheep once it was crazy oh shit um, forty second street forty second how'd you know uh, yo I saw the same guy last week were you the sheep. My name's Marie. <laughs> um, so he walks in, and Ethan Embry's there, and he turns around, and you tell he's been lying, and there's this, like, recognition moment, yeah. and then you also see that the cop's gun is there a little far from him, and he goes to go for it, but then in Colin's pocket is still that gun, because he never fucking took it out, because mm-hmm. he forgot, and he pulled out, and I was like, ah, 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 then Miles comes, and there's just this crazy moment that shouldn't work, it's completely ridiculous, it's over the top. But it's just as the culmination of this movie, the payoff works. Yeah. Like he starts doing, he starts talking to the cop, but in verse, in rap, and starts rap at him in this really eloquent, really deep, really complicated yeah. rap. It was great. It was, it was a beautiful rap. Yeah. It took me out a hundred percent of the movie. Yeah. Um. But I, I it was beautiful. It was yeah. a good. It was a great moment that I understood. And I was like, okay, I'm, it's an indie movie. It's it's gonna do this thing because it's so funny because this whole time up until then it was very like realistic yeah. with with comedy and sort of like being over dramatic but like that's kind of th- how things are yeah. in that environment and so it, there was a it sense was of surrealism but they didn't use it for this before exactly yeah. yeah so this moment happened and I was like oh okay this is like this is out it's taking me out is he really rapping or is this like I think it's I see I did it was this diegetic I also or not? knew it was coming <laughs> I also knew it was coming but I thought 100% Colin is rapping at this cop in this garage right now you did? okay 100%. see I wasn't sure that's just the decision I made. I thought I so too. I, I assumed. It easily could I decided be. that. If you asked them, he might be like, well, it's not that he's rapping, maybe yeah, he's yeah, talking, yeah. but blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But it's almost, thea- it's a the- it's almost theater. Like, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. Like, at a certain point, it's happening. you don't ask it's those matter. questions because it's, ma- it's happening. Yeah. yeah. In so a musical, you're like, are they really singing to this other person? It doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter. It doesn't yeah. fucking matter. Um, so, 
this whole fucking rap. Like, David kills it. The cop kills it. Miles kills it. Like, their expressions are so... Like, Ethan Embry, I feel so bad for this cop at this point because he is just... I know, I felt bad for him too. Yeah. Because I, I understand that he's like... He killed a kid and he yeah. was wrong and like, whatever. But like, the fact that like, in this moment... He looked at He was destroyed. destroyed. And and then there was that one moment when, my, when um, Colin was like, do you even know his name? And he just muttered to himself, 27. Like, he fucked... And just that one... One number yeah. encapsulated. He's been thinking about it since yeah, it yeah. happened. Like yeah. he kn- he knows everything about this kid. He knew exactly what he did. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the rap, he asks, um, or no, Ethan, the cop responds. I don't know the fake cops. I only know the actor. Yeah, <laughs> Ethan Embry responds. I didn't mean to. And then I, I think Colin says, "Didn't you?" Or did no, you? Miles says that. Or Miles said, "Yeah, Colin left say? at that point." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Miles is just like, "Are you sure about that?" Or something Are you like sure that. About yeah. That? yeah. And he just has nothing to say. Yeah, because he does. Because it. Because I know exactly what is in his head. He's like, I don't know. Yeah, it all happened so quick. Was I racistly shooting the kid? He's like, I don't know. Yeah. Am I a monster? I don't know. Is he? Maybe. Yeah. Probably. But like seeing the humanization of that was like super powerful. Mm-hmm. I, I. It was good that they just didn't paint him as this villain who <clears throat> needed to get shot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I think this movie every second it like takes sort of the tropes of this normal type of movie or what you would expect to happen and mm-hmm. then sort of like subverts it. Yeah. Which I really enjoyed. Yeah. Um, and I thought that was really smart to do because what? otherwise it would have just been a copy of another movie. Yeah. And like you expected the alarm to happen. You expected these other things to happen. I didn't. Ex- didn't. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't expect the kid to find the gun like that in that moment. Mm-hmm. Like that was genuinely shocking. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, and this. Oh, I. Oh, I didn't and then you expect like, oh, he's gonna get caught when he has the gun. Like, yeah. you, you register. He's got That's the gun now. He's getting caught. Yeah. He doesn't. That's not what it's about. Yeah. Um, I forgot to mention because it's just one of my favorite scenes when Miles gets back home after the gun incident and mm-hmm. is talking to his wife, and his wife explains to him like, "Didn't you think this would happen?" And he starts to bolster like, "Oh, I was doing it." And then she's like, "Don't say this bullshit to protect me or to protect anybody." It's like, "Did you, didn't you know that if you told me that I would have told you this happened?" And he's like finally admitting he's like yes you know and then his wife calls him a nigga and he says don't call me that and she's like what and it's this moment where he's finally like saying his truth out loud where he's like don't call me that i'm not one i don't say that don't call me that yeah and she's like stunned and like okay you know it's just this great moment yeah of like growth for Miles because Miles is also growing in this movie. He is, you know? which is which is another different thing. trajectory. Yeah. I would say the trajectory. only person that didn't grow was uh, like the the girl Val. Val, yeah, she yeah. didn't at all. She was like, I'm trying to get out of here. I'm better than everything. Like that's the kind of that's the vibe she gave. Yeah, this whole time. And Miles was like, Oh man, I have to be good enough for her. Yeah. When really, like, I feel like she I mean, needs to be Colin. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. And whereas I feel like Val really needed to like step up her game for yeah. Miles and like really look at him Colin. as something else. Colin. God damn it. Miles has the beautiful wife that he loves dearly. Yes, I love that relationship too. Because yeah, it was great. I, it's like his. He just you can tell he loves her and his son so much. Yeah. You know. And then it ends, and they drive off, and they're talking, and he's drinking dr- green juice. There's a cute and that, scene, and then Miles drinks the green juice, and, and it's like, Miles "Oh, this ain't bad." Yeah, yeah, it's funny. Yeah, it's it funny. leaves on a little moment of levity. Perfect. Yeah, perfect little. Mm-hmm. Everything's little gonna be okay. Yeah, okay. So, Nick, what did you think about this movie? 
<laughs> You're so funny. Marcus, what did you think about this movie? I, I really love this movie. I thought it was great. I thought it was a very important movie that I feel like a lot of people need to watch. And just so you can understand a different viewpoint of life. And, like, see a movie where, like, black people aren't criminals. <laughs> and, like, trying to... Well, that was a convicted film. God damn it. But you know what I mean? Like, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. See a movie like this yeah. where it was just, like, about... What does that mean? The community and about yeah. that lifestyle. And it's 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 important for people to watch. You can tell us their love letter back home to yeah. Oakland, you know? It's yeah, all yeah. over this movie. All the music you can tell is, you know, all em- emblematic of all that. It's yeah. just so good. Um, would you recommend this movie? I would definitely recommend this movie to literally everyone on the planet <laughs> Earth. Um, even if you are in... Um, Singapore, and you know nothing about American culture, I feel like you should still watch this movie. Um, and will you now continue to watch, look out for movies from David and Raphael? Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm gonna, I definitely want to follow their career more. Yeah. And I mean, like, this movie was too good for them not to do something else. I love them now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I, w- I would watch, like, a TV show from them or something or anything. Anything they do next, I'm, I'm down. They Any project book, they have. If they made a TV show. Musical, whatever. You know? Got it. Yeah, I'm there. I'm there. All right, Marcus. Your next challenge for next week is going to be Crazy Rich Asians. Oh, man. Uh, I love this movie, so and you got to watch too that Too bad next week. I give you a challenge this week. No, Nick. I think I give you the challenge. No, 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 no. No, I think you're, no, 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 no. I'll rap battle you for it. Uh, Yeah, and I'm the judge, and I went great. Damn it. Nailed it. Fuck okay, me, next, so next week. Oof. Next. <sighs> Okay, next week your challenge is it's a little. It's gonna be a tough. It's gonna be a tough one, but I believe in you. Well, I didn't, and I know you could do well, it. I gave you a tough one. To be fair, that is to be tough. fair. I asked you if it was okay. You haven't asked me yet. Hey Nick, is it okay if I make you watch a show where each episode with commercials is two hours long? <laughs> How many episodes are we gonna watch? Four. That's eight hours. <laughs> we haven't given each other an eight-hour challenge for In a, a minute. long time. It's been a minute. Hey, but without commercials. It's like six. When I give you Sherlock, I give you the first episode. Oh, that was long. No, you didn't. You gave me a bunch. Did I give you all Yeah, you gave me a bunch of episodes. All right, so that was five, four and a half hours. Because I That's remember I watched all the way up until like the Moriarty and stuff. That was the third episode, yeah. Okay, Nick, your challenge is to watch the first four episodes of Bachelor in Paradise. Nick, I've watched the show and I fucking love it. I'll talk to you more about it if you don't pass or don't uh, substitution. But holy shit, Bachelor in Paradise! I've been, I've been, I want, I almost. You've been raving about this. I've show. been raving, but I've also almost made like a YouTube video about it. Or like, I wanted to do something. I just needed to put my opinions out there about those fucking crazy psychotic people that are on this island together trying to find love. It is the most nutso show I've ever watched. I don't even. I'm not even a huge fan of this series. Listen, dude, I just watched it for the first time. I will not pass it I with a it. caveat. What is it? The caveat is, when the finale happens, whatever the hell that happens, yeah. you make a video about it and put it on our channel. I will. I'll do it. All right, then I will not pass. I'll watch these goddamn episodes of fucking Bachelor in Paradise. Bachelor in Paradise. Is that the theme? Well, it's uh, almost paradise. We're knocking on heaven's, heaven's door. It was have, in... like a cute, fun, like intro. Oh, it's great. It's a great show. <laughs> it's too good. Jesus it's Christ. too good. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. I think there's an episode tonight too. 
Well, I gotta catch up oh, before I, I get there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nick. All right. I'm so excited. Thanks, guys, for sticking with us well, this no, long. no, you don't get it. You, just, you have to wrap us out of this. I was gonna make you wrap us out no, of here. No, I knew you were doing that. So that's why I had okay, to turn on. it on okay, you. Okay. <laughs> what do I Google to get copyright free? Okay, copyright. <laughs> that's all you have to do. Google copyright free beats. You can pick it, and I'll wrap to whatever it is. Oh, nice. Uh, I feel like you picked that one earlier. Oh. I got this one, okay. Hold it here, hold it here. Oh. Alright. <laughs> Listen. You just sat through an hour and a half of blind spotting. I don't know what I'm saying, but you might be spotting our five star reviews on iTunes when you go right. Pick a date that you can go and in 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 and find a mate to listen to the show with. That's right, I said it. Find a lover and make her come and bet it. It with this show. <laughs> now try this. This has been a bunch of bliss. We are Marcus and Nick. Take a pick, cause now try this is ending this shit.